What's up, everybody? Welcome back to my podcast, Sammy's Place. I am Sam A. We're celebrating the 20th anniversary to a lot of great albums this year. Uh, so many Missy Elliott's, uh, Aaliyah's, and one of them being Foxy Brown's Broken Silence, which I think is an album that has slept on a lot. And for the people that have heard it, they know how great this album is from beginning to end, hit after hit, if you ask me. Foxy Brown really delivered on this album. And this is the album that made me a fan. I actually had no idea uh, what Foxy Brown's music was like before this. Because like I said in my previous podcast, or episodes, I should say, um, I was just getting into hip-hop around 2001. So this is like when they were really shitting out the great fucking albums, yo. And like, what a time to just fall in love with hip-hop. I knew of Foxy Brown before Broken Silence, just of uh, China Doll. My friend, uh, who was a neighbor, she had the China Doll cassette, and she would play it often. And also I knew of her off of the, what was it, the Nutty Professor 2 soundtrack off of the Thon Song remix. Other than that, I had really no knowledge of Foxy Brown's history with music so I'll, I'll get into how i discovered this album it was just random uh at this point i had little kim's notorious kim's album uh was a kim whatever fuck and it was missy elliott so addictive and i think even eve scorpion i think i think i know i was really getting into hip-hop at this time especially female rappers i had no idea about the little kim versus foxy brown beef there was a few times i went to the music store and I would see Foxy Brown's album just kind of sitting there on the shelf in the, the new release section. And um, I don't know, there was something about that fucking cover that just really uh, stood out to me. And covers matter. The artwork matters. This is what uh, is so important to an album is that it really... When you don't know shit and it stands out to you like that, you know you did a fucking good job with the album cover. Whoever did that. So this really stuck out to me. Uh, who's this bitch is what I'm saying. Like, I want to check her out. Uh, I didn't even listen to the album. I actually bought that album for someone else. Uh, this chick that uh, worked at a She was much older than me. Uh, my friend Robert and I, we would go there, eat, and bug her. And uh, I said I had a gift for her. I don't even remember what happened. I, don't, I think I was going to give it to her and I forgot to. And so I just took it home. And I, I never saw her again after that. Unfortunately, she, I guess, switched jobs or whatever. But uh, fortunately for me, I had the album. So I started listening to it. And from beginning to end, like I said, that album is whoever the fuck put that album together. Like a great job. This is one of the slept on albums, in my opinion. Because it deserves a lot of love and 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 whatever the fuck comes with it praise you know because foxy brown really went in on this album for us falling like i said that song uh what a way to start the album to open it uh bk anthem oh yeah obviously so i had no idea of what was on this album or what to expect from it but little did i know was this album would uh, be a big part of uh, my love for music. And um, it made me a fan of Foxy Brown. And when I discovered the beef between Little Kim and Foxy Brown, I was so sad because I was like, yo, these two need to make a song together. <laughs> yeah. And, and I never saw the videos. Like, as I said, back then, I didn't have no um, 
connection to to music videos or anything like that i literally just bought the albums and fell in love with them and whoever the fuck produced it i know her brother gavin had a, a a lot to do with the production on that if i'm not mistaken so many anthems on that on that album okay you cannot shit on this album even if you don't like foxy brown you listen to this album you cannot deny the fact that this is a really well put together album what i really liked about back then was that every artist had their own identity when my dad who had absolutely no idea who the fuck these people are as i'm playing their music within time he's like oh this is foxy brown like he could tell the difference between kim and foxy just by what they're saying lyrically he's like uh, i can't remember what he said but you know foxy talks about this while kim talks about that he noticed the difference that's how quality these artists were that our parents were even able to set uh, tell the difference between them anyway so i hood scriptures oh man there's so many fucking songs run them was my shit i remember fucking sitting there reading the lyrics trying to learn this shit <laughs> yeah that song goes fucking hard i still to this day lyrically that anybody that like i said anybody that listens to this fucking album just knows exactly how hard it goes like this is a fucking hard ass album my favorite though would probably have to be the letter the letter was such i think this is what changed my opinion of rap hearing people become so vulnerable and this was before tupac like i knew of tupac and biggie obviously uh i didn't know their music though so i didn't know that rap you can get so deep and and poetic and and it's crazy with the, what you could feel based off of someone's lyrics so i i discovered this through these artists and especially foxy brown that you can go deep and make the listener feel through through your rap and uh that's what kind of made me um want to write i wanted to get deep even though I was fucking young and shit, like it just inspired me to be a great writer, to, to connect with the whoever's listening. Nana Be Like was also another favorite. Like I, I there's not one bad song on that album. I so all of them are good in my opinion. Um Wah, actually, you know what? Gains the Boogie and I Don't Care. I really didn't care for I Don't Care, to be honest. Um but it's still there. I would I still fuck with it so hot another fucking dope track uh and saddest day i remember hearing that and i knew of wayne wonder because of this song and then later on he he dropped that song what no let him go i think it was called um so i knew of him because of this and oh, yeah I, sorry i can't believe i even forgot this 7 30 7 30 everybody fucks with this song anybody Everyone that's listened to this fucking album fucks with the song heavy. It's, it's unfortunate that Foxy Brown, this was pretty much Foxy Brown's last album. Yeah, she did the Brooklyn Don Diva after. That to me, uh, you know, it's unfortunate that Foxy had her, her hearing accident. And if there's ever an artist that I can relate to, Foxy would be it especially with the specifically for the uh, the hearing issue I had a hearing accident like I said in my previous podcast and it fucked a lot of things up so I, I when I see her on stage and she's struggling and stuff I know 
I don't know, sorry, let me rephrase that. I understand to a certain extent of what she's feeling and what she's going through. So it breaks my heart because Foxy had the stage presence that just, she owned shit. She was so dominating with her stage presence. And it's so fucking just effortless, you know, like the way she just pushed it. And she really fucking, they got your, that voice, that force. I miss when rappers really went hard with their voice. That's one thing I really like. When, like, you, after you spit their lyrics, you're just like, oh, fuck, you're all winded and shit. Those were the fucking days. It was, I don't have much to really go off on this album other than my love for it. I really appreciate this album. And it's so unfortunate that this was Foxy Brown's, like, last album, when you think of it. Il Nana 2, The Fever fucking dope as shit unfortunately it got shelved and stuff but again again you heard this album you love it it fucking irks me that foxy brown was really she was gonna be big yo if the ill nana 2 the fever was released and she was with bad boy i don't know what the fuck happened there someone explained it to me before i can't remember but you know just working with diddy doesn't go well apparently but I was really looking forward to that. I remember being so excited for that after hearing this Broken Silence album. And then and then the styling, I think, was like the first single. And yo, but Foxy was just going after everybody. I remember that this is coming out. Oh, Foxy's going after Charlie Baltimore, Eve, Alicia Keys, like and Eve again on that one. Uh <laughs> Little Kim, and I was so, like, I, I was so disappointed when I found out the beef between them. But uh, I realized that Foxy Brown was that outcast, and you know, but she she went up against the best of them, and she really held her own. And uh, it breaks my heart that um, that she struggles with her hearing because so do I. Um, thankfully, I'm not deaf, and uh, I have my days. I have my days where it gets to me, but uh, when I saw that last performance she did at Candy's event, I, you know, you see people talk shit and they can't, also, you can't understand it until you're in that situation and how much it affects everything, all your senses, it throws you off and sometimes you're not even aware of how off you are because you're not even aware of what's happening to you at that moment, you become so confused and dazed out that you're not even realizing your your process of thinking and and wording things so when i saw that i was like oh shit like i've been there so i i hope foxy brown's hearing gets better you know i would love to see foxy brown come out on top again or just at least have one good performance where she really owns it there's there's been few good performances since her hearing accident and here she is still trying to fucking make the effort and make us fans happy and then people are uh are shitting on her for it it sucks but anyways i just thought i'd make a, a podcast just appreciating this this classic album from uh one of the best female rappers that exists because this is a this is an album that really made such an impact in my life uh same with like little kim's and missy elliott and uh a lot of others um but this is uh one that kind of makes you into the artist that you are this is an album that i still listen to this to this very day 
track after track. It's, uh, you know, it's sad to say, but I don't think we'll ever get an album from her again just because she can't properly promote it the way that it need be with her hearing situation. And I, I can relate to that, like I said, on, on so many levels. It stops you from doing a lot. But I mean, at least she's had the success. She's had the, the journey of experiencing it. Oh my God, don't even get me started on the Foxy Brown and Little Kim track that came out recently. Like the leak on uh, Fat Joe's fucking whatever that thing was. Oh. That Thelma and Louise album, yo. Now we know that would have been fucking like some solid shit. I, I hope we get that one day. Because one thing that I would like to see in life before I die is little Kim and Foxy Brown kind of patch things up and, and support each other. Now, I don't know how deep their beef goes. Apparently, it's quite deep. Maybe one day. Shit in one hand and wish in the other, right? And I, I don't pick one or the other, whether it was Kim or Foxy. I think they are both important to music and especially hip-hop and you know kim's been giving her flowers a lot and uh that's not to take anything away from kim because i'm a huge kim fan but foxy brown deserves something she definitely deserves some sort of uh recognition like acknowledgement of her contribution to hip-hop and and female hip-hop and then and, and female rappers especially whether you like her or not, you cannot deny the fact that Foxy Brown's presence was very big and dominant in, in hip-hop. She fucked with the best of them, and she went hard with, uh, with a lot of them. I, I think she deserves some sort of, I don't know, award like that. The, everybody else has been given their award. Foxy Brown is just the one that hasn't been given anything. And uh, I think that's wrong. I, I don't think that's okay. I think Foxy Brown deserves way more recognition and love from the hip hop community, regardless of if you're a, a Kim fan, Foxy fan, whatever the fuck. To me, you can't love one without the other because they both offer something very special to hip hop and differently than the other. There's no comparison. Foxy Brown is Foxy Brown. Little Kim is Little Kim. And uh, it's a shame that they had this uh, beef between them because they, fuck, can you just imagine what they could have done together? Hopefully one day Foxy Brown gets her flowers though. She deserves it. She really does. <laughs>